Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. Hey, welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you some creative insight, some practicality, and tips to really help you out on your creative or entrepreneurial journey. Uh, we're here at Panels Coming Book and Coffee Bar here in Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. It is a hidden gem in, in Oceanside. If you hadn't checked it out, please check it out, especially if you're a, a lover, uh, uh, especially like me, of, of comic books and and uh, coffee, then this is probably the, the, the store for you. I, I would probably consider this my, my second headquarters. Uh, if I knew I could have a, a little room for myself and work up here, I'd probably work up here at Panels. But um, yeah, today, we're, like I said, we're, we're um, talking about some different topics today. Uh, if you hadn't listened to previous uh, episodes on Helium Radio or on iTunes, we have been talking about the creative life. And I did a three-part series on the things needed to sort of create your own little unique creative life. Uh, and, and that's something different for everyone. But, you know, something that I've, I've asked people um, in the past is, you know, what their unique, well, I mean, what would be their ideal creative life? You know, if they, if everything was sort of up and going, you know, if you can get up and you had your perfect day, uh, what really, what would it be? You know, would it consist of just, just going to the beach and, and reading or, you know, would you uh, have that little balance of, of sort of doing the, uh, the things necessary to sort of get you going for the morning and, and maybe doing client work and then, and then, like I said, mixing it in with, um, you know, family life and social life, you know, what would that ideal creative life be? So we'll talk about that and uh, other things, but today we've got uh, my buddy Carmen um, that's that's here and and like I said, brief, I'll, I'll let him briefly introduce himself, but yeah, we're, today we're pretty much talking about uh, a lot of things. Uh, actually, we've got a lot of things in common and, and so, like I said, we'll, we'll go from uh, we might talk about, you know, wellness and fitness all the way up to, to motivation. So uh, today it's, it's really the sort of a free flow um, episode today. But uh, it, it's like I said, it's always good to, to bring on new people and, and, and really hear their insights. And it might be something that may uh, resonate with you uh, with, the, with the things that, that we may talk about today. And, and maybe he's got some great words that um, or some tips uh, that that he can give uh, give our audience to uh, really help you out along your uh, your journey. So I'll let him briefly introduce himself, and then uh, yeah, we'll just sort of go back and forth um, about some various things and go from there. All right. Well, thank you, Quanto. I really appreciate the opportunity to be being on your show. Um, I've been following you now for quite some time, and you really brought you provide a lot of really great content out there. I'm sure that you're changing lives every time someone listens to these podcasts and watches the videos. So. And keep up the great work with that. Um, it's funny, Quanto and I used to be uh, in the same apartment complex over here in Oceanside, and we would see each other from time to time. And um, one day we just started talking, and he explained to me what he does and how he's focusing on just improving people's situations with positivity, with fitness, with just motivation. And that, those are some time things that are really near and dear to my heart, where um, I figured, hey, I gotta get on the show, talk to you, and see what we can talk about. You know, uh, it's like a free. You were saying Friday, well, well it's a kind of more of like a free, a free flow. Yeah. A free flow on Fridays yep. today is. But um, what I do is I actually I'm in the real estate space, 
Um, I focus on lending and buying and selling real estate across the country. We help out people that have credit scores as low as 500, up to 800 scores, veterans. We also help out self-employed people. And basically, we just want to, I just want to be a, a resource for anyone that's looking to have questions answered in the real estate space. I've been doing it for over 12 years. I have an office here in Oceanside, a member of the Chamber of Commerce. Got to support the community. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've been here for a year. It's been great. The weather's obviously awesome, as you, as you both know, coming from different parts of the country. Yeah. I know you're from the Midwest, right? Uh, well, I'm actually from Tennessee. Tennessee. So I, okay. I, I have to breathe in. I used to breathe in humidity. Me too. Uh, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm already from New Jersey, so we get that humidity over there. Yeah. This dry heat is nice. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. But, um, yeah, so that's basically what I do. And besides that, on my spare time, I'm, I'm all about fitness, yeah. all about just trying to find create value and help people out no matter what it is walking dogs if i have to yep. or walking an old lady across the street if she needs help <laughs> you know it's a, it brings value to me in, in my heart to be able to be, yep. you know, be someone that's looking out for the betterment of the community yeah so uh, as far as that i know we had talked uh we would been talking a little bit and uh, i know you told me you was in uh you had wrestled in, in high school and, and things like that and uh you know being you know fellow i i think if you don't know um, and only people that have wrestled will know this is, is it's a real tight knit community. So it's one of those to where, I, you know, I don't have to know, I don't have to know you, but if I knew you wrestled, it's, it's one of those, you know, connections with, with anybody to say, Hey, look, I know what you went through and understand it. And I think that, I think that goes for anyone that's, that's ever, uh, wrestled, um, either in, you know, middle school, high school, college, or, or even higher ranks than that, uh, there, there's always that, that common bond with, uh, between a lot of wrestlers uh, that I, I know personally that I, that I admire. And actually, that's helped me out as far as even with my, uh, with my business is being able to uh, keep those connections and, and being able to, um, within that community, be able to provide a, a service for uh, different teams and coaches and things like that. But um, how do you feel like, I mean, even, you know, wrestling in high school and even, even now, and I, I know you, you, you're always working out and everything. Has that, um, has that played a part, you know, as far as like just mentally being able to, um, sort of go in and out, you know, just through the course of your day with, I mean, even, like I said, even with what you do, I mean, I would assume that even in your market, it can, like I said, it can go up and down and things like that and having to. The, the mental uh, fortitude to sort of uh, weather the storms sometimes. 100%. Wrestling was, was and I still believe to this day, that one of the greatest things that ever came, that happened to me. Mm -hmm. Because that mental fortitude that you were just speaking about, yeah. the drive, the determination, the knowingness that on that match, just you out there. Yeah. It's you versus another person. No one is there to help you out at that point. You yeah. have coaches that will be screaming at you, but that's not really helping <laughs> you out when you're in the middle of the mat. Yeah. <laughs> so having coaches and people that help me along the way, showing me what I need to do, mm -hmm. but then it just uh, you know a, a switch gets flipped when you're wrestling. Yeah. You got commitments. You got goals. You have to cut weight to get down to a certain weight. Yeah. If you know that you're five pounds overweight the day before a match, guess what? You're yep. out there running, aren't you? <laughs> yep. Getting the, in the steam rooms and doing whatever it takes to get there. Um, I paralleled that with business. Yeah. Where 
there it's a, you know, it's a roller coaster. Business is a roller coaster. Real estate's number one a roller coaster with, yeah. a, with a million you know roller tr roller cars on that roller <laughs> on that track. So having the ability to pull from what I've learned when I was wrestling, mm -hmm. um, this makes me one step above the competition, knowing that you know I have to do certain things oh, yeah. to win to succeed. Yep. And I'm not going to stop until yeah. I get to that point. Yeah. And you know. You're always trying to improve with wrestling, with fitness, with business, and having these tools that were established at a younger age mm -hmm. really got us, to, got me to where we are today. I mean, yeah. coming from New Jersey, driving out here to California. Yeah. I mean, those are things that I can attribute to having that desire and determination. Oh yeah. And having Rocky, you know, Balboa <laughs> music in my head. Yeah. From, from you know, I'm sure that you had that soundtrack going on in the, in the wrestling ring. You know, I. We, we listen to Rocky. We actually listened to back in, uh, it was different in, in college, but uh, high school, we, we listened to, uh, I, I, I loved uh, Vision Quest. Oh, me too. And <laughs> yeah, I had the soundtrack to that, and that was that was what we usually jammed to, uh, oh, especially for, for big tournaments. You know? What a great movie that yeah. was. Yeah, yes, yep. I, I hope they, uh, I, I'd love for them to redo that one that day. That would be pretty cool. Matthew Bodine. Modine, yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll be the coach this time since he was the, uh, the wrestler. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they have to get some, some good actors. Some odd reason I, I've seen, uh, you know, I, I've seen more, especially with the wrestling community, they've done uh, a better job trying to really trying to market the sport and try to do different things as far as branding the sport. And I know they've got a, a few um, movies that they've, they've come out. Probably the last, matter of fact, last great wrestling movie I've seen since Vision Quest was uh, Foxcatcher. Yes, and I've seen uh, that. that was that movie was awesome. Uh, Steve yeah. Carell, um, crazy they, story with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I remember that from high school. Another Pennsylvania. Yep. I went to a Pennsylvania University, not yep. Penn State, uh, Bloomsburg University. Okay. Yep. It's Division two. They have a really nice program. Yeah. They're, well, they're D one now. D1. Yeah, they, they got a good squad. Yeah, their wrestling programs D one, but then football and a couple of yeah. the other programs are D two. Yeah. But yeah, their squad was tight. I. Uh, I didn't even want to. I, I did three years in high school wrestling, <laughs> so me going out into the into a D one program, yeah. I didn't want to get my head ripped off. So <laughs> I was like, I'll just go and uh, hang out with the wrestlers, but not really perform those uh, the burpees and all the other madness that goes on. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> wrestling practice. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I, I think a lot of a lot of kids don't realize. I mean, now you got a lot of high level kids now that's that's transitioning right into college and just straight dominating, but. A lot of them, they they've been wrestling overseas, and they're I mean they they've probably had four or five hundred matches before they even stepped out on the college ranks now. But um, but yeah, it's just a completely different you know step from the high school to college. I mean it's well, you think about this too. There's so much new. There's so much more knowledge now than there was yep. when we were younger. Yep. You know, um, a lot of these. Parents, fathers, for instance, they started. They were wrestlers, mm -hmm. and they and they know the, the secret. Yeah. Get them young. Yep. Don't be out there when you're in tenth grade trying uh -oh. to figure out how to do a double leg yep. takedown. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. Unless you get just one of those oh. crazy athletes that oh. that can pick it up quick. But yep. a lot of those kids, you already got a ten year head start. I mean, a lot of those kids, they're already wrestling. I mean, young, mm -hmm. and then going to all these big tournaments, and I mean, it's just. It's crazy. Way of life going on, and then the scary part for the kids is them losing interest when yeah. they start that young too. Because I've seen a lot of them oh, yeah. go through the program, yep. and then when it's senior, when it's high school time, like I'm done. Yep. And that's a sad thing to say because you don't know 
you know what, at that age, you got to be really careful about how much you want to push them mm-hmm. and how much you don't want to push them because yep. if you push them over the top, then, then, then they won't want to do it. But if you don't push them enough, yeah. so it's a fine line, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, I know I've, because uh, I've coached in uh, some, some high school and college, and, and even even now I, I, uh, I help out at the, the compound um, MMA here in, in uh, Oceanside, and I, I do the adult class and kids classes. And it sort of forced me, used to, I... I have to, especially in college, I was just, you know, it was intense, you know, I was, you know, um, they, the school I coached at, you know, they were actually NAIA, but we, I mean, I had them, you know, in the mindset to, I wanted them to compete against D1, D2 kids, and yeah. um, so the intensity level was was higher, but even now, um, you know, helping, uh, you know, coach and train different, different athletes and even the kids, um, it sort of forced me to sort of uh, have to shift gears a little bit to where um, I'm not necessarily like pushing them. Um, you know, it's one of those where I, I want them to have fun. I mean, I think that's a big thing. I want them to be um, sort of connected with what they're actually doing. And, and like I said, if, if it's with the kids, if it's through games and sort of in making them realize, okay, this is a correlation to what we're actually trying to do, um, then I would rather do that, especially with the younger kids, than them having to do Drills. Now, I do, I do, um, you know, teach them certain drills, but I do implement like a lot of games too, uh, to where we're working on certain situations so they can understand. Okay, this is what, um, this is what you need to be looking for a certain situation. Then, like I said, I think, as, and hopefully they they catch on to that. And um, but yeah, I definitely want them to have fun and continue to sort of stay in that. Yeah. So it's funny too when you show them the moves. It, you know, it's all about connecting. The dots. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know there's, a, there's so many wrestling moves, but there, if, a, if the wrestler doesn't know how to use the move in yeah. a situation, yep. it doesn't really do anything. It's kind of like that with life, too. Yep. You know, we have a lot of tools in our tool belt. Oh, yeah. And if we're not out there and a master of what those tools are, yeah. then there's, you're just dragging dead weight because there's no point to have something if you're not 100% fit in understanding of how it works. Yeah. Wrestling moves. I actually went to a, to a, a Grandy camp down in Virginia. Oh, nice! I don't know if you ever heard about that camp. Oh, yeah. That was a really cool, uh, cool wrestling move <laughs> to learn. I, I pulled it off a couple times in the match. For, for those that don't know what a, a Grandy is, it's kind of like a sideways flip. Yeah. When you're in the middle, for instance, if you're like in the down position, and they got you around, got you in your in your that stance. You can Grandy out of that. Yeah. Get up, escape. It's exciting to see on the mat. So if you're watching that, you're like, "Oh, that looks pretty exciting." Yeah, but they're not the easiest things to get to get through. Oh no! But what, no. <laughs> once you get it, once you get it down, though, it's it's tough. Uh, I know. I, I, at high school, I, well, I know going to college, uh, they taught us how to counter counter that Grampy, and uh, yeah, it's one of the, if you don't know the counter to it, then um, you're gonna be in trouble. You're about to give up. They a slip and slide, man. Yeah, right on out of there. <laughs> yep. They gotta just clear those hips, and they're gone. Yep. So. <laughs> How long have you been in uh, California now? Uh, it has been, it'll be five years now. Oh, nice. Yep, yep. So it's a completely different world. And it's one I was aware, um, you know, even going back with a, you know, wrestling background, uh, you know, it's one I was aware, uh, coming from Tennessee out here, um, it's a completely different dynamic, uh, culture-wise, uh, you know, just really just starting over from scratch. You know, I, you know, it's one of those where I, I end up meeting someone out here that connected me to the Oceanside Chamber, and I end up joining from there. But I mean, they do a great job over there, don't they? Oh yeah, 
Yep, yep. Shout out. I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to my to my chamber buddies, to to Emmy, to uh, uh, Scott, and and um, everybody over there. They, uh, Quentin. yeah, Quentin. Um, we've got some new ones over there too. Um, I know. Uh, I see. I'm, I'm slipping names. I, I want to give a shout out to that whole crew because they do a, a great job, and they actually got a lot of events. That's uh, that's that's coming up too. The young professionals yeah. they have. Yep. I mean, they they're doing a lot to help change and, and put a face on Oceanside. That's exciting. I just re up for my yearly membership yesterday. Nice. nice. So I'm in it to win it. Nice. You know, I, they those Tuesday first first Tuesday coffees. <laughs> yeah. Those are always entertaining, and then all the other events that you see that they're doing. They're doing they're doing a golfing uh, event here coming up. Yep. Over at Goat Hill. Yep. Which, if you guys have never heard of Goat Hill Golf, it's it's a great it's a great place to hit some balls and have some good times with your friends and whoever else is with you. Sweet, sweet. Um, so uh, I lost my train of thought for, for a second. I know it was something I was going to ask you. Oh no, what I was saying. Uh, just going back. Uh, like I said, we'll be going back and back and forth. Yeah. Here, but uh, yeah, even yeah, even starting, you know, going from Tennessee to California, a whole different. Uh, dynamic culture shock really I mean it's completely different uh, just how um, really just how people sort of operate um, here compared to Tennessee uh, it's one of those where especially back there it's real uh, I think the, the work ethic there is uh, I, I think it's ten times greater I mean it's just one of those where it's one of those where you know you get up and you know you get to work and and uh, yeah, and it's just one of those where I think coming out here, it, I think it's sort of made me uh, enjoy life a little bit more. Not to say I don't work hard. I mean, I still work hard, but um, I think now it, it you know, I, I think I I'm, I'm probably more in gratitude for uh, for for different things and um, and really just being able to you know enjoy life for what it is right now. Not to say I I'm, I'm very ambitious. And uh, there's there's things that I want to definitely want to do, and that I am working on right now. But at the same time, too, I, I try to stay uh, just in gratitude for you know for where I am right now, and uh, know that it could it could be greater. But at the same time, too, it could always be worse. So well, we're pushing forward every one every every day one day at a time, right? Yeah. And even though when we feel as though we're not getting, we feel like we're in neutral. We're actually pushing forward, not yeah. even seeing it. The universe is crazy when it comes to you know we're planting all these seeds, yeah. letting people know what we're about, and they're sprouting. Just to, you know, no one can build overnight, right? Nope. And so, um, me coming from the East Coast as well with New Jersey, um, definitely a culture shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to calm down in regards to <laughs> you know my uh, I was a little bit more high strung over on the East Coast. Yeah. And I still. <laughs> So people, when I first came out here, they were like, "Man, you are high, you you are high strung, man." And I'm like, "Maybe you're just low strung, man." Yeah, that you that know? intensity. But being here now, 11 years. Um, when I go home now, they all my friends they bust my chops. They call me Cali Carm now. Yeah. Oh, you're so Cali Carm. I'm like, "Oh yeah." Well, you know, I can turn Jersey Carm pretty quick. So. Yeah. And you still have that deep down, you know, impact that you got from where you grew up. Oh but, yeah. Um, there's pe- there's definitely a difference of how you know people portray work here. Mm-hmm. I do see some of the hardest people I've ever seen work in California. Yeah, and um, it's just it's a lot of times it's just portrayed differently. Yeah, um, they figure out ways that they work smarter, not harder yeah. at times. And you know, any person that I get introduced to or connected with, I always 
you know, I'm amazed at some of the tools that they're using, some of the traits that they've learned to make their life easier yeah. at the same time. And they understand that, yeah, it's, it's time to have good, there's time to have fun mm-hmm. and, to, and to enjoy, but there's also times to have to really get down and get that grip down, yeah. working hard, busting your butt because if you're not doing it, somebody else is. Yep. And you hear this all the time. You know, if you're out on the weekends partying all weekend, if you're out doing things that aren't bringing added value to yourself and mm-hmm. to what you're trying to do, there's somebody right next to you that has the same type of a job that you have. Yep. And they're not taking weekends off. Yep. They're not taking holidays off. They, they're, they're, they're grinding. And as we've seen with results from throughout, I guess, human civilization, the people that work the hardest, the people that are constantly out there doing what they got to do to to get food for their family, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are the, you know, people that we should be looking up to as role models. Yeah. All right, and we're back with a new episode of Crater Brew. I'm here. We're we're having a, a free flow Friday. If you can say that three times fast, uh, if you can say that three times fast, I will send you out a uh, a free shirt if you're interested. So uh, I want to hear it. Make a video. Let me po- post it out. Let me hear it. You can you can do that on the Facebook page for the Creative Brew or on Instagram. Um, so yeah, this episode will be um, on Instagram. Actually, it will be on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, or the Helium Radio Network. Uh, you can check out all three of those. It'll it'll be up and going on Tuesday. But yeah, I, I want to hear it. So this is our, our free flow Friday today with with Carmen, and we are here at Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in Oceanside, California. And like I said, they've always got uh, great things going on. Uh, got some upcoming events, and I'll talk about that in some other episodes. They've got some things uh, about to transpire. Uh, and like I said, they've got some of the hottest titles, graphic novels, some some great coffee treats. Uh, check them out. They always got they always have discounts on on uh, various uh, graphic novels and things like that. So if you're needing to get your uh, your comic book fix, if you're uh, you know a War of Realm fan like like me for from marvel and you're reading the storyline hey come by and check it out because they are selling quick uh i've got my my issue and uh issue number four so please check it out and uh, like i said they've got other titles too as well but um yeah we've got uh we've got carmen he is a uh, a local realtor here and uh well he's got his uh, office here in uh, Oceanside, california and uh, yeah, we're we're just going back and forth with uh, all kinds of different things. Like I said, we we both have a, uh, a similar background in uh, in wrestling. If you hadn't heard other uh, episodes, uh, I am, and I think I'll always, you know, be in in, uh, in wrestling, amateur wrestling, not professional wrestling, but uh, the real one. And uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, wrestled in in high school and college, and, and Carmen wrestled in high school. So there's there's different. Um, I think different things that, uh, especially mindsets that that we taken, especially from uh, from wrestling and, and being able to incorporate that in our in our uh, I'll call it the creative life in our creative life and and uh, the things that we do to sort of um, you know actually the that that using that mindset to sort of support the things that we do and and the things that we we care about and he's actually got a, a new little thing that he's uh, that he's recently created and I'll let him talk a little bit about that. That's uh, that's on social media called the ecosystem, and you can um, you can check that out from Facebook. But uh, I'll let him explain more about about what that is. Yes. Yeah, so thank you for having me on the show. It's uh, it's a, it's I really appreciate it. 
I've been following your episodes, and I really appreciate me, and I'm sure everybody else really appreciates all the value content you give out there for everybody, with the motivation and the tips and all the good stuff you do. But yeah, you were. Um, I do have my real estate license. I'm not a realtor currently, but uh, I do focus on the lending side of real estate, also investing. Uh, we help people find beautiful homes, and then I write the simple loans over here at the Simple Loan Group in Oceanside. And um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's fun to be able to do those types of things and help people out yeah. with their real estate needs, answer yeah. any questions that they may have, and then at the end of the day, if they need financing, then. You know, hopefully they allow me to take care of them when that time comes. Nice. But that that parlays into the ecosystem. What basically what that is is it's a Facebook page that I set up a couple of years ago where it's friends helping friends build business and mm-hmm. helping them with um, needs and services that my friends or their their friends um, need help with. Okay. So like for instance, uh, in the ecosystem there are people that do auto sales, there's people that do hair, mm-hmm. that do uh, landscaping, pool yeah. service, real estate, lending, insurance. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of our clients that are out there and a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, they don't know who to keep, a lot of them don't know who to speak with when yeah. it comes to getting a mortgage or when it comes to buying a car. They just go to the dealership or they go to a random bank yeah. and then they talk to a random stranger and then they don't know exactly if they're doing the best they can for them. Yeah. They don't. They're not. They're not sure if it's a fiduciary responsibility that that person's doing for them, or if they're just trying to clean them up, clean them out, <laughs> and, yeah. and get, move on to the next person. Yep. So, with the ecosystem where it's personal relationships that we have, mm-hmm. I would personally rather speak with someone that was referred to me, yeah. knowing that my friend vouched for that person, knowing that they'll be able to give me the service that I want. Yeah. Hopefully, they give me a discount. Hopefully they're you know way better than just some stranger that is just you're never going to see them or speak to them again. Oh yeah, yep. And um, we've been doing this now for a couple of years, and it's just great seeing it just blossom into what it's become. You know, in the beginning it's a caterpillar, mm-hmm. and now it's starting to blossom into a butterfly. <laughs> and um, you know, having people and having clients come back to me and thanking me for having them set up with that person to yeah. help them with their service, it does make you feel good. Yeah. Providing value, not expecting anything in return. Oh yeah. You know, is the is, is my is, is the way that I live my life and my motto. Yeah. Because you know, the more that you're helping without being greedy, the yeah. more that the world and the, the more that God and the universe is going to bring that back to you tenfold. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know the exact biblical language on that, but <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely something that uh, goes along with what with a, with a higher power. Oh yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I think that's all. I think it's all principle. You know, it's one of those where you you give it out, uh, and it, it'll come back to you. It'll come back. A lot of times, it'll come back sevenfold. And uh, yeah, that's something that I I think I truly believe in, and uh, I feel you know I, I I think it's you know my service to sort of give it out. You know, give out value and and, and you know really you know helping people and and actually you know empowering them to um, to perhaps, you know, it, in my case, you know, uh, helping, helping others, it might be with their fitness goals, or it could be with, uh, some mindset things, or, uh, or it could be even with, um, aspiring creators, you know, help, helping them to sort of gain awareness of, of what they could do with their talents and gifts. And, 
been able to uh, create something to where you know they could support themselves and support their families and, and things of that nature. But the funny thing about what we were just speaking regarding helping people and I like to use analogies when I speak to with, with people. Yeah. And you know, with people that we're trying to help, especially these entrepreneurs, where it's you know at times can be very lonely. Mm -hmm. When you're on the mat, it's lonely. Yep. And you only can depend on the training that you have worked on to get to get to be the winner of that match. Yeah. But when you think about the big picture, you have a whole team behind you. Yeah. That's there rooting you on. Yep. And with what you do and with, with what I do of helping people, even if they own their own business and it's just them, mm -hmm. they may think that they're alone, but there's people out there like us that are available yeah. to, if they have questions, if they just want to vent, you know, I'm all, I love talking and speaking with people and just getting them uplifted. Oh yeah. Because you can change someone's day in a hurry if you're able to provide them with some empowerment and, yeah. and letting them know that, hey, look, this may have been a bad day, uh, or may, well, maybe it was a bad day, yeah. but that's the past. We're in the present, which is a gift. Yeah. So focus on what's going on right now. Be in the moment, and then aspire to be the greater, to be a greater person and greater, the best you that you can be. Yeah. You know, so... It's awesome that you do these types of things, and I'm just very happy and grateful that uh, you know we were able to connect on this level to get this, you know, for us to chat about this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's one of those where it's uh, um, if if you don't I, for for a lot of the a lot of my close friends, a lot of people that do know me, I'm, um, you know, sometimes we we can dive deep. You know, it's one of those where I love. There's all kinds of topics that I, I love to talk about and. And uh, I am a very, um, uh, I don't know how you would describe, I would say spiritual, I guess, but, uh, but I love, you know, trying to figure out how do I sort of create the best version of me and how do I, how do I bring that out, you know, out, out of others, you know, and that, that's something that, um, that I'm always constantly um, trying to uh, absorb information from others and, and um, you know, trying to get their insights. And figuring out, you know, how, you know, how do I do that? Really, how do I sort of create uh, my own little legacy uh, on the on a daily basis? Uh, so when, you know, when I'm, you know, a hundred years old, I'm not gonna. I'm just making a making a, you know, an age. But you know, when I'm sort of done at the end of my career or whatever, I can see this this large body of work and. And sort of seeing it as a as a foundation, not necessarily just for me, but seeing that as a foundation that okay, I helped all these people sort of grow into their own, um, you know, unique uh, power and, and presence, and they were able to do all these amazing things because maybe it could have been you know one simple word, maybe it could have been th those words uh, right at the right time that uh, that may have changed their life uh, forever. But uh, yeah. It's one of those to where I'll let you comment on that, especially the uh, our audience. You can comment on that. You know what what words may have, you know, may have saved your life, um, and and it's one of those to where I, I think that's a, an experience for for everyone. But um, but yeah, you you've got people like like me and people like Carmen that's that's um, and others that's that's willing to to give out um, massive value and, and really just to to give um, those those words of wisdom. Uh, without really without anything in return, I think that's the 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 true goal of uh, of anyone that's aspiring to sort of um, get 
you know, they're really just trying to inspire to, to become a greater version of themselves is being able to, to give and uh, without anything, without feeling like you're going to get anything back, you're just giving. Yeah. When you, when you look at it the way, you know, the, the world that we live in is a crazy place. Yeah. And if you can be the person that's the beacon of light for somebody's day, just yeah. by cracking a smile when you see them, yep. or holding the door for them, or you know, whatever it may be, that's something that's a little bit extra than what the typical human being is doing right now. Yeah. We need all the help we can get. Mm -hmm. There's so much negativity out there where the only way that you fight negativity is with positivity. Yeah. And the more people that we have on the positivity train and knowing that, you know, it always could be worse. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's times in your life that, you know, we, mine as well, where we weren't living on the beach. Yeah. You know, well, we weren't being in San Diego. Yeah. We were, folk, we were in some really hostile situations yeah. where, you know, we're blessed to be here and grateful. But I know that there's people that are listening to this podcast now that, you know, all it really takes is just a, a you know, sending a message to your mind that you're real about what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Having the goals that are in place, having, and then making those goals into a habit. Yeah. And then constantly doing them every single day. Yep. Until you start seeing progress. And then once the progress, then that's more of a feeding mechanism for you. Oh, yeah. To motivate yourself to continue to do it. And then next thing you know, boom, you're sitting in San Diego or wherever you want to be. <laughs> yeah. Doing what you want to do, yeah. having fun, drinking coffee, being all caffeinated. You know, I got, uh, I, I got you a, a black coffee. I didn't know you didn't like coffee, so now I, I'm, I'm sipping on two coffees. One of them has double shot of espresso, so my energy level right now is out the wazoo. I'm about to start doing sprints right in this little uh, coffee comic shop. You know, I'm like Flash right now. That's my dad's nickname as well. So he's actually oh, wow. he's coming out next. He's coming out to uh, my dad's from New Jersey. His name is Carmen as well, Carmen Cipollone, and he's in Las Vegas right now visiting a friend. But then he'll be out here tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, probably he has not. Uh, yeah, he hasn't bought a return ticket yet, so oh, well. we'll see how that goes. The Carmen Carmen show <laughs> is going to be uh, running running uh, rampant over here in North North County, San Diego. So we'll see what kind of fun fun love and trouble we can get ourselves into. <laughs> so, is it, so is he, does he have the, the same personality as you? Oh, he does. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if he if he talk, if you spoke to him on the phone or and you spoke to me, you wouldn't know the difference. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, he's a great man. He just retired, sixty five years old. And um, I don't know what I would do without him and yeah. all the all of the great insight that he's brought to me in my life, my family. Um, you know, he's just I'm just happy that he's uh, going to be out here hanging out with me. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, doing, doing our thing. Yeah. <laughs>
versions of our of ourselves. And you know, I won't I won't hold him too long. And uh, so we'll because we're going down into the last little segment of our uh, of this episode. And I'll definitely have him on for a, for a future episode. And you know, we'll we'll keep talking about some things because there's there's some there's a, there's always a lot of topics to talk about. So uh, maybe next time you read a book, we'll read the same yeah. book. Yep, and then we can talk about something cool like that. It sounds it sounds like a plan. That is a, a future episode. There, we're gonna have a have a certain book, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it, and uh, hopefully you do the same. So it might be a, a certain book that we we mention, and uh, yeah, hopefully you can grab that book and and uh, read along and and sort of uh, you know get that insight from from both both of us, and and really just share that value out, and uh, really just hey plant those seeds. Uh, I actually. The last series I worked, uh, where I was talking about the creative life, and and uh, it's like a little three-parter, and um, it I sort of alluded to the to the uh, story because my, my granddad he was a uh, a gardener. Mm. Um, professionally, he was just like a he you know he was like a high school janitor, but he had uh, like a community garden that I would have to help him out uh, help him out with when I was younger, and um, yeah, it was one of those to where um, I, I sort of alluded that uh, the the ideal of someone's creative life to a garden and, you know, being able to, you know, figure out how to plant seeds, how to cultivate, you know, the conditions, uh, how to nurture the seeds and uh, really having, having someone that, even if you don't have the vision, having someone that already has that vision and then is able to sort of show you that vision until you sort of see it for yourself. So, you know, I sort of alluded to, to, the, the story of a, of a garden and uh, how we need to be, you know, how we, we have to be constant planners, you know, not, you know, always, you know, Until that garden. Out. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's one of those where, uh, yeah, I mean, not to say even the most motivated and inspired people have bad days, you know, it's one of those where uh, some days I can, I can feel like crap, um, but it doesn't stop me from still getting up and, and doing the work and, there's a lot of things that I can I can uh, that's a testament to that uh, definitely, and um, I'll mention again definitely just just wrestling and and being in something like that has uh, created the the really the seeds for me to, to just be self motivated to be determined and uh, to really sort of keep pushing even when I'm I'm not feeling the best you know and I think that's for anyone in the entrepreneurial space or anyone that's looking to try to build a brand or they've got an ideal or a product that they're trying to uh, put out, you know, in the in the market, um, you you got to have some grit. And uh, I know Carmen had, had had briefly talked about it earlier in the in this episode is uh, really just developing the grit. And uh, my favorite word. Yeah, and it's it's one of those where I, a lot of my wrestlers they they know what it is. They they've experienced it. They go through it on a daily basis. And um, and I, I think that's one of those where you know you just you have to get up. You know you have to be able to to take those punches. And you know, get up and keep fighting. And that's what it comes down to. You know, it's it's one of those where a lot of people have great ideals and they they want to do this and that. And when something um, when something bad happens or they get you know punched in the mouth, um, you know, a lot of times they they sort of fold. And it's one of those where you have to be willing to, especially if, especially if it's something you're passionate about, something you you love to do. Um, something that you're you're aspiring towards, uh, you have to be able to roll with those punches and uh, really just keep going. One of my favorite quotes from a great man that I'm sure you know, Les Brown. Oh yeah. You know, we're all gonna get knocked on our butts. We're all gonna fall at some 
point and juncture in our life. Yeah. But when you, if you do fall, fall on your back. Yep. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Yep. You know, and don't think about the past in a negative way. If you do make a mistake, learn from it mm-hmm. and move forward. Yep. Um, there's so many people out there that they say, woe is me from all the past mistakes, and they kind of engulf themselves in that negative state of what happened before. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's the present right now. Yeah. We're currently living the present, so there's nothing you can do about the past. All, all you can do is learn from those mistakes and aspire to continue to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. And that's involving, you know, with fitness, with education, yeah. always learning is crucial if you're not learning. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And, um, you know, having that mentality going forward is really going to bring a lot of just great moments in your life. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm a, I, you know, I'm an example of that where at points in my life I didn't focus like this. Yeah. And now, and I've noticed the difference now that I am focused like this compared to how I was. Yeah. You know, things are opening up for me and opening up for my family and friends, for people that are seeing that way of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's amazing how things work. And, um, you know, Having that mentality of just being in a positive mode and positive mindset really works wonders oh, yeah. with, with how you're going to be. Yep, yep. Um, so as far as uh, we'll go back, uh, there's there's a couple of couple of things I'll ask you here uh, going down to this last little little segment. But and like I said, we may and we'll we'll come back. I'm gonna bring him on for a future episode because we're we're gonna be uh, talking about a uh, certain book that that both of us uh, get, and we'll we'll sort of uh, dive into that, but as far as a, uh, perhaps a, a book, maybe, what's what's one book that sort of helped you out, maybe switched your perspective on things? Well, I just got done re- reading Grant Cardone's If You're Not First, You're Last, mm-hmm. amazing book about just taking it to the next level and focusing yeah. on the positive things, so, yeah. I mean, Grant's a great person that's in the space oh, yeah. of personal development and just doing what it takes to win. Yeah. Um, I also am a huge fan of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yep. Um, you know, that's another great book. It has a little third, I'm not exactly sure how many principles that he, that he speaks about, mm-hmm. but many millionaires and many people that are not focused on the money aspect anymore, they're just focused on quality of life. I've yeah. read that book over and over again, and yeah. there's so many treasures in that book that I suggest anyone that is listening to this that hasn't read it, to read it. Another one is, I um, can't think of it exactly the whole title, but it's Babylon. Oh, the, uh, was it the richest man in ba- Babylon? The richest man yeah. in Babylon. Yep. That's another one that's got some great content in it. Yeah. That it's, an e- it's a fun read. It's an easy read. You know, we can go on and on with these with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> books are books, but uh, you know, we'll talk. We'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, iron down one of them. Yeah. And we'll get into some detail, and we'll both have some good insight, I think, about what you took out of it, what I took out of it. I think that's that'll be fun. Sweet, sweet. Well, I got actually one book that I would I would recommend uh, real quick before uh, Carmen gives us his um, creative tip is uh, The Alchemist. And, uh, I've read it. and yeah, if yeah, you hadn't checked great. that out, that is probably one of the best books I've ever read. Uh, I still go back. I still got things underlined and highlighted. I still go back and, and I, I reread certain certain things. Um, Paolo? Yeah. Coelho? Yep. Uh, awesome, awesome writer. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, yeah, I think you did it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to mess that up. Oh, I, no. <laughs> my, with my southern slang that I have. Swinging from the hip over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, going going into our uh, creative tip, you know, what's what's one? Uh, actually, two questions, two quick questions. Um, what is a creative tip that you can provide with our audience? One of the creative tips that I have for anyone that's listening to this is write down goals. Yeah. You know, anyone can talk about it, but you got to be about it. Yeah. And it's easy to you know be talking to your friends over the water cooler, telling what you're going to do and how things are going to happen, yeah. and then. You don't write it down, and then it never happens. Yeah, uh, I've made it a point of writing down my goals every morning, and then I actually have them where I put, I post them up on my mirror, mm-hmm. and I watch read them every day. Yeah, and you know when you write things down subconsciously, and I don't know how this all works, but it does. You know, seeing it every day, looking at it every day. Yeah, it will work for you, and it will happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we may we may dive a little deep into that because uh, your uh, subconscious has no uh, no clue what is real or what's uh, what's fake. So whatever you plant in your uh, I'm sorry in your subconscious, whatever yes. you plant in there, it will it will sprout and grow because it it does not know what what's real, what's what's the not real. Attraction. Yeah, that, that dives into a lot of that. Yeah. with Bob Proctor and yep. this gentleman. Um, yeah, so make sure you're writing down goals and understand that, you know, there's no free lunch out there. You have to work your butt off. Yeah. And if you think that you're going to get away with not working your butt off and you're going to be some person that's going to be retired rich, um, you know, chances are you're not. Yeah. You have to have that mentality of like when the going gets tough, tough get going. Yeah. You got to work hard. You got to work harder than your competition. You got to be willing to open up and be, you know, open to connecting with people from all over the country, all over the world. Yeah. The more people you know, the, the, the more time you're trying to help people, the better it's going to be for you and everybody else. Yep. So um, those are some major things that I focus on and just being grateful for what I have and being happy and staying in the positive mindset because that's going to beat you. But you got to just take the beatings with a smile on your face mm-hmm. and just focus on what you're going to be able to do every single day to improve not just your life, but those that you uh, surround yourself with. Awesome, awesome. And then uh, last last question: What would be your ideal creative life uh, if you woke up? You know, if you woke up tomorrow, uh, how would you ideally? What would you sort of see as your ideal creative I life? I mean, right now, the way that my life is is how I've been imagining it and picturing it yeah. for a long time. Um, having a balance of work and exercise and faith and friendship and romantic um, having a whole balance of all of those yeah. things I mean throughout life you're gonna at times you're gonna be more about ba- more focused on your business more focused on your personal relationships yeah. and then once you figure out and get to a point where you want to be you get to that equilibrium mm-hmm. where everything just starts working out well. You're always going to have you know obstacles, and I find that to be fun for me now. Yeah, where I, I'm open to obstacles and situations like that. But yep. yeah, living on the beach in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, you know I can't ask for anything much more. One of the things would be with all my family being here with me. Oh yeah, obviously that would be wonderful. Yeah. Like I said yet before, my dad is coming. I was just home last week or two weeks ago in New Jersey, spent a lot of time with the family there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Vanessa, Lauren, Chris, Steve, Ava, Leah, and the rest of the family. I love yous. Um, but yeah, so 
I'm going to continue to focus on what I got to do to be where we are and, and go beyond that. Mm -hmm. We're on a rocket ship here, and we're just going to just keep on. We're already take. We already took off, and now we just got to keep on filling up that fuel. Sounds good. So, how can audiences get in touch with you? Especially, like I said, it's sort of a almost like a nationwide audience now. So it's uh, like I said, this station. Uh, well, the podcast you can listen anytime, but when this airs on uh, the Helium Radio Network, uh, a lot of it, a lot of people are sort of based out of Florida on the East Coast. But with people, there is a lot of people that that listen here on the West Coast too. So, how could anyone reach out to you as far yeah. as just heck, even with home loans, even just getting some <laughs> some motivation? Yeah. Um, how can people reach out to you? So, I'm on all the social media outlets. Uh, Carmen Cipollone, Cipollone spelled C-I-P as in Papa, O-L-O-N-E. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, my cell phone number. I give out that because, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's easy to just text me or call me. It's 570-764-1494. Another way you can contact me is via uh, website the, mm -hmm. it's www.thesimplelonegroup.com that's t-h-e-s-i-m-p-l-e-l-o-a-n group.com and uh yeah i'm here for people that have questions about real estate have questions about fitness have questions about just getting themselves to the next level and stepping up uh, i love helping people motivate people and getting them right in the head so that they're maximizing themselves, yeah. maximizing the situation, and obviously producing the most they can for themselves and their families. Awesome, awesome. Well, like I said, this has been another awesome episode. Like I said, we will bring we'll, 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 uh, we will bring uh, Carmen on for a uh, future episode, and uh, it'll be a uh, you know we'll we'll bring on a um, we'll talk about a certain book that both of us um, is going to read in the future and and uh, dive deep into it. So. Um, but once again, yeah, this has been another great episode of the Creative Brew, uh, episode twenty six. So we're still going. This, is, this has been awesome. So we we plan on we plan on uh, we're just being consistent. Keep going. And uh, other than that, great episode at panels and be creative. Stay inspired. Mm -hmm.